Don't have what? Okay, but can I have the kartals? Thank you. Oh, this is tied. Why is this tied? Is there any other kartal, Sivia? Can you check? Better check. Yeah, that's better. That's a massive one. No, I think this is better. That's too big. That's too big, but I'll leave it. I'll use this. Jai Radha Madhava Kunj Bihari Jai Radha Mad. 
नहीं जय ओम विष्णुपाद पर परिव्रजाकाचार्य भक्तिविदान स्वामी चिन्ह पाद की ग्रंथ श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर फोर्टीन टेक्स कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर इलेवन टेक्स नंबर फोर्टीन प्रतिग्रह राजनो वृत्ति राजनो वृत्ति विप्रस्याध्यायनादीनी राजनो वृत्ति राजनो वृत्ति प्रजागोप्तूर प्रतिग्रह राजनोवृत्ति प्रतागोप्तूर ट्रांसलेशन ऑफ द ब्राह्मणा अध्यायना आदिनी रीडिंग द वेदास एक्सेट्रा सत सिक्स to study the vedas to teach the vedas to worship the deity to teach others how to worship to accept charity and to give charity anyasya of those other than the brahmanas the kshatriyas apratigraha without accepting charity from others the kshatriyas may execute the five other occupational duties the five other occupational duties prescribed for the brahmanas rajnaha 
of the kshatriya vrittihi the means of livelihood praja goptuhu who maintain the subjects aviprat from those who are not brahmanas va or kara adhibihi by levying revenue taxes custom duties fines for punishment etc <coughs> translation by his divine grace shri prabhupad for a brahmana there are six occupational duties a kshatriya should not accept charity but he may perform the other five of these duties a king or kshatriya is not allowed to levy taxes on brahmanas but he may make his livelihood by levying minimal taxes custom duties and penalties and penalty fines upon his other subjects purport <clears throat> vishnu chakravarti thakur explains the position of brahmanas and kshatriyas as follows brahmanas have six occupational duties of which three are compulsory naming studying the vedas worshiping the deity and giving charity by teaching by inducing others to worship the deity and by accepting gifts the brahmanas receive the necessity of life this is also confirmed in the manu samhita sannam tu karmanam asya trini karmini jivika yajna dyapane chaiva vishuddha vishuddhakcha pratigraha of the six occupational duties of the brahmanas three are compulsory namely worship of the deity study of the vedas and giving of charity in exchange a brahmana should receive charity and this should be his means of livelihood a brahmana cannot take up any professional occupational duty for his livelihood the shastras especially stress that if one claims to be a brahmana he cannot engage in the service of anyone else otherwise he at once falls down from his falls from his position and becomes a shudra shila rupa goswami and sanatan goswami belonged to a very respectful family but because they engaged in the service of nawab husain shah not even as ordinary clerks but as ministers they were ostracized from brahminical society indeed they became like muhammadans and even changed their names unless a brahmana is very pure he cannot accept charity from others charity should be given to those who are pure even if one is born in a family of brahmanas if one acts as a shudra one cannot accept charity for this is strictly prohibited <coughs> although the kshatriyas are almost as qualified as the brahmanas even they cannot accept charity this is strictly prohibited in this verse by the world a pratigraha what to speak of the lower social orders even the kshatriyas must not accept charity the king or government may levy taxes upon the citizens in various ways by revenue duties custom duties realization of fines and so on provided the king is able to give full protection to his subjects to assure the security of their life and property unless he is able to give protection 
he continues he he cannot levy taxes however a king must not levy any tax upon the brahmanas and the vaishnavas fully engaged in krishna consciousness om agyante mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmay shri gurve namaha श्री चैतन्य मनोभिष्टम स्थापित भूतले स्वयं रूपा कदाम ददाति स्वापदातिकम जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीअदाधर श्रीवासदी गौरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे 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 कृष्णा so this chapter is <clears throat> entitled the perfect society four social classes so in in this in this text number 14 what is described is the um the duties of the brahmanas and kshatriyas how they should behave how they should act what should be their conduct in their lives so that they can set examples for others and shila propa as we know lays great emphasis on brahmanas because what what does he say why did he establish iskon he said he established iskon for the purpose of creating a brahminical culture in the society you see because the way the society the present day world has become degraded there are only shudras and lower class people because of our actions that is why we have become degraded and that is the reason propad said that he has established krishna iskon so that we can become brahminical in nature we can become more uh, spiritually oriented and less materially oriented and in the um purport shila propad also explains how vishnuvas chakravarti thakur mentions the six occupational duties of the brahmanas you see brahmanas are considered the head of the society the society will go it will elevate it will become elevated people will become advanced souls or they will become degraded depending upon where the heads of the society will lead them and who are the heads of the society they are not those who have wealth they are not those who have power they are not those who have um material intelligence but those who are spiritually inclined are considered the heads of the society and which essentially means the brahmanical class of the society so propad says here in the translation for a brahmanas there are six occupational duties a kshatriya should not accept charities for the kshatriya there are different rules but for the brahmanas what are the main duties that they must study the vedas you see what are the vedas what is bhagavad gita what are the shrimad bhagavatam these are the glories of the supreme lord himself or his devotees so we get to hear from the scriptures how we should conduct ourselves in this world what is dharma what is our duty we get to know from the scriptures what is the human form of life so for us everything starts from the scriptures unless and until we do not study scriptures we will not know how to even conduct ourselves how to even live like a civilized human being isn't it because the, it is the scriptures it is the vedas that tell us what are the different samskaras right from the time that a child is born there are different samskaras that have to be performed and who is going to tell us about these samskaras it is the brahmanas who study the vedas right patana patana yajana yajana means they do study of the scriptures and they teach others 
and they, they do yagya and ceremony for their own purification and also for the purification of the general masses. That is the <coughs> primary duty that is so. The most important duty Prabhupada mentions here is studying the Vedas. So studying the scriptures is extremely important for the proper conduct of everyone in the society, for guiding the society in the proper manner. And then worshipping the deity. So why is deity worship important? You see, if you see um, in general, it is Prabhupada himself has mentioned that it is not the Yuga Dharma. To worship the deity in this age of Kali Yuga is not the Yuga Dharma. However, the deity worship in the temples is recommended because temple becomes a center of spirituality for us. If there are no deities, then there is the temple will have a big void. There is a big void in the society without the temples, without the deities. Deity worship essentially means worshipping that Supreme Lord who has given us the Vedas, who has given us a direction, who has given us the, the understanding how to live and what is the purpose of this human form of life. So, and deity worship, why we should do deity worship in this age when it says Sankirtana Yagya is the um, Yuga Dharma? Because deity worship goes hand in hand with chanting the holy names of the Lord. Deity worship helps us to purify ourselves, purify our existence, so we can chant better, we can preach better. You see? So deity worship, Srila Prabhupada mentions in the first few chapters, in the first canto, that it is meant for the neophytes. So it is not that the advanced souls in Kali Yuga are doing deity worship. They may also be doing, because it is a natural inclination. For a pure devotee, it comes naturally to serve the Lord. But for a neophyte, it helps them to become purified so that they can come to the stage of becoming a pure devotee. So deity worship is important from that aspect. And then charity, giving in charity. See, even brahmanas, you see how it is surprising to see that brahmanas are also expected to give in charity. Why they give in charity is, you see, because a brahmana is extremely satisfied serving the Lord. Right? They are studying the Vedas. And they are completely clear about the human form of life. The need of Brahmanas and Vaishnavas are very limited. They believe in simple living. And they spend most of their time in studying the scriptures, in reading Srimad Bhagavatam, in reading Bhagavad Gita, and then passing on this knowledge, preaching to others, to general masses. So for them, whatever they receive from the Kshatriyas and other uh, classes of the society, what do they do? They they receive and then if it is more than what they need, they give it to others. They give it to other brahmanas. That is how it, it the, uh, usually, that is how it is mentioned that a brahmanical class ne will never accumulate. They are not expected to accumulate because their faith in the Lord is so great, their dependence on the Lord is so great that they do not feel the need to accumulate. So that becomes their nature, that whatever is in excess of what they have, they will give it away to others. Be it cows, be it gold, be it any kind of wealth, land, because this is what was given um, to the brahmanas in the old days, and yet, or grains, any kind of opulence that they have, which they find is more than what they need, they will immediately give it away. They are not worried about the future or tomorrow. They know that the Lord will look after them when they, when they are in need, if they ever need it. So by teaching, by inducing others to worship the deity. So you see how the brahmanas not only worship the deity themselves, they also induce others or they also encourage others to worship the deity. And by accepting gifts. So the brahmanas receive the necessities of life. 
see please remember see what the important point is they receive the necessities of life not the luxuries of life or the comforts of life you see even even in the first canto first chapter itself it is mentioned kamasya na indriya priti labho jivedva yavata means life's desires should not be directed towards material sense gratification the purpose of the human form of life is to just keep the body and soul together and then engage in devotional service to the supreme lord and shila propad also confirms that from manu samhita now those who are not devotees they may say where are you getting this from so shila prapat has given a reference here from manu samhita which also says what should be the duties of the brahmanas so maintaining the social orders in 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 um, in the society is important for the proper functioning of the society in this day and age we might say that um some that there is nobody who's actually uh maintaining the social orders nobody is acting according to their um, brahmanical people from brahmanical family are doing businesses people from kshatriya family are no longer doing the role of the kshatriyas or administrators they may be um teachers so how does it work you see in this kaliyuga the classes have become all mixed up why has it become mixed up because the whole order the social order has become uh, broken down the brahmanas are no longer as pure as they were as a result they don't get that respect from the kshatriyas and other classes of society in fact sometimes in the name of the vedas and the scriptures they tended to exploit the general masses to amass more wealth so the moment there is greed in the brahmanical culture where instead of getting the necessities they start accumulating for the future or they or they want luxuries and comforts then this whole system becomes um, complicated and it breaks down which is what has happened in this kaliyuga we see that the brahmanas are not as pure the kshatriyas are not looking after the brahmanas we see kshatriyas the government's administrator class what are they doing here you see clearly how propad has mentioned that they are supposed to charge minimal taxes they can levy minimal taxes on the different classes of men but not brahmanas so brahmanas are given nothing is taken from them by the kshatriyas and here propad mentions that they must give uh, um, to the brahmanas but to other classes of men they can put taxes on them but you see as the kaliyuga has become more and more degraded we see how recently the gst was in- introduced in india so in in spite instead of giving more facilities they're extracting more taxes out of them but not giving them the facilities not giving them that cushioning that um, families or communities need when there is a uh, there is a calamity you see why do um, kshatriyas <clears throat> or the administrator class the governments why are they supposed to collect taxes they are meant to be used for the service of the people for the use of the general masses in times of need in times of calamity so even though um the governments have started to extract heavy taxes from the people but when there is need when there is any calamity when people are not well or at time of old age they are not getting the necessary help from the government right see this is why we see that the whole system of um this um the social orders and spiritual orders have become 
degraded. But Srila Prabhupada, how he mentions it is so important that we have Brahmanas because Brahmanas are considered the head of the society. Kshatriyas are considered the arms because they protect, right? Vaishyas are considered the, uh, the, the stomach, abdomen, and Shudras are considered the legs. And having said that, none of them are less important than the others. They are all needed to do their task and they're equally important. <clears throat> the, the Brahmanical culture gives the direction. The Kshatriyas, they follow that direction and they uh, maintain social order in the society, they, they look after the security, they look after the health, they do all the administration tasks in a country. The Vaishyas, the business class, they, they do all merchandising work, they buy and sell, they produce goods and they sell goods, they look after the cows, they, um, and they, 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 they produce goods, grains, which is the most important because no matter how advanced we become, we cannot eat our gadgets, we cannot eat those other so many uh, different variety of items that are manufactured in the in the factories these days we still need grains vegetables fruits to sustain ourselves so the kshatriyas when they are administrating properly there is never a dearth of grains or food in a country but if we see in general and food should not be so expensive. It is a basic necessity which even Mother Nature, which even the Supreme Lord has given for free. But as we see in the present day world, we even have to pay for the food that we need to eat. And the prices are only going higher and higher. So this is the <clears throat> sorry state of affairs of the current world. And Prabhupada mentions here that the purpose of taxes is that they are able to have the reserve for the welfare of the general masses. Not that the governments um, accumulate money, extract money from the general masses because of, um, and, and how they do it, they show their power, they exert their power and influence, due to which general people become intimidated. A general person becomes intimidated and afraid of the government, and what do they do? They are forced to pay that money as taxes, which is then used by the governments or certain individuals who are in positions um, of power, and they're used for their personal gain and personal sense gratification, which is extremely sinful and unlawful as per the scriptures. So then comes the Shudras. So Shudras are considered the legs. This is just symbolic of the society. Now, who are they? They are the people who do the labor class. Like we see people who do work with their hands, right? Which is very necessary. We need these kind of people because they help in maintaining the, all in the different tasks. Like in, in the old days when the kings used to have their stables, they used to look after the stables. They used to look after the horses. They used to help the Vaishas in looking after their, their cattle, looking after the farm. They were used to do farming and business assistance. So they were assisting all the other three. They were assisting the brahmanas. They were assisting the, the, the business class. They were assisting the administration class. So these are the shudras. And they are happy in doing the work that they are doing. So they're also needed to maintain order and proper um, operations in the society. So... Now, what, now, another important point Prabhupada mentions here is, the Shastras especially stress that if one claims to be a Brahmana, he cannot engage in the service of anyone else. Otherwise, he at once falls from his position and becomes a Shudra. So, you see how Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, 
Chaturvarnam Mayashishtam Guna Karma Vibhagascha. So, these four Varnas, Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, Shutras, how are they based? What are they based on? Guna and Karma. What are the qualities of an individual? And what are their activities? So, if the son of an administrator or a soldier wants to teach and preach, then he is no longer a Kshatriya, he is no longer an administrator. What is he? He's acting like a Brahmana. He wants to teach, he wants to preach, he wants to study the, study the scriptures. So then he automatically will be called a Brahmana. Because his guna, his, um, his nature is not to fight. He doesn't feel inclined. He doesn't have that aggression that is needed, that mode of passion that is needed to become an administrator. Then he prefers to do the job of a Brahmana, and which is perfectly fine, and that's what Krishna says, guna karma. It is your guna, the qualities that you have acquired, and the karma, the activities that you're inclined to perform. You see, we all have a nature, we all have an individual nature, and Lord Krishna here um, acknowledges that nature. He says, you're all born with certain qualities, you're all born with certain inclinations to work. <clears throat> Some may want to become a doctor, some may want to become an engineer, some may want to become a woodcutter, some may want to become a driver. So it is our individual natures and <clears throat> we should not suppress that individual nature in us. We should be engaged um, in a satisfying manner according to our nature and that will purify us. You see, the, what was the purpose of these social and spiritual orders? Why are we supposed to engage according to our nature? Because um, the purpose it not just which is these days we think that we become, we take up a profession so that we can um, earn money. It's all about employment and earning money through any profession or skill that we acquire. But that is not what is mentioned in the Vedas. The reason that we take up an occupation, a trade, a profession is because that is a natural inclination and we must work. And what that does to us is it purifies us. And purifies us to do what? To become elevated spiritually. You see, in this, um, according to this um, Vedas, when a, a, a person who is a Shudra and he perfectly practices in his life, becoming, uh, doing his activities that he's supposed to do, then he will become elevated in his next life. And then a Kshatriya who is perfectly performing his duties as a Kshatriya in one life, he will become elevated and to, um, spiritually elevated and become higher, go to a higher level at his higher consciousness level in the next life. So that was the purpose of engaging. Not that we just see our natural inclinations like these days, you know, you, if you see the schools and colleges, they do an aptitude test for our children. But they do, they do that aptitude test keeping in mind that this will also help your children to become spiritually elevated? No, they have no clue what this is for. The aptitude test that was done previously when children were asked how they are supposed to be engaged, the purpose was that they become engaged so that they can become purified. Of course, when you we engage in some service or trade or profession, it automatically fetches some money. Lakshmi comes automatically. You see, because in the Isha Vashya principle in Isha Upanishad, if you, if you see, it is mentioned that whatever is our quota, whatever is our quota of income, wealth, um, comforts, 
physical comforts, emotional happiness, that has to come, that is meant to come, it will automatically come. We don't need to order over and ever for that. We don't need to make that the focus of life because we have destined, we are destined, our stars are placed such that we will get that. So we don't need to necessarily focus on just that part. We need to focus on how we can spiritually elevate ourselves by becoming engaged in our service or skill that we are good at. That was the original purpose. And Srila Prabhupada gives us an example here of Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami. Now Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami, it is said that they are very, they were Saraswat Brahmins. They were a very elevated class of Brahmins and they were great devotees of the Supreme Lord. But why would they then, why did they then um, serve Nawab Hussain Shah? You see, they were so intelligent that their fame and name was known even to the, uh, to the Mohammedan kings of that time. So those kings then, Nawab Hussain Shah then wanted intelligent people to become his ministers. He didn't just want any ordinary person. So he was smart enough to not be biased in that sense that he only wanted um, people from his community to become his ministers. He wanted intelligent people to become his ministers and even though he knew that um, Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami were um, Brahminas, they were um, Vaishnavas, he asked them to become and although Rupa Goswami, Sanatan Goswami did not want to become, but then Nawab Hussain Shah had threatened that if you don't take up these positions in my government and if you don't serve in my government, then I will um, harm, I will harm and damage all your, the, the, the Vaishnava community. Then he was going to perform atrocities on them. So out of the fear of this and to save their community, then Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami had to forcefully, unwillingly serve in the, um, in the, in the government of Nawab Hussain Shah. But since their heart was in lying in doing bhakti to the Lord and Mahaprabhu was there on the planet at that time, one, of, one by one they both escaped the um, the the job, the work that they were engaged in by Nawab Hussain Shah, and they managed to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and they were then reinitiated by Mahaprabhu, and they became Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami. So you see how they are. They had immense wealth. You know, it is mentioned when we see, we hear the Shad Goswami Ashtakam. What it says, Tyaktva Turnam Ashesh Mandalapati. Tyaktva. What have they given up? Ashesh. That is how much wealth they had. The wealth that is unlimited, that can never end. That is the amount of wealth, the opulence that Nawab Hussain Chan was giving them in those days. Because he was serving in, 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 uh, they were serving in his ministry. But in spite of that, they could give that up. As if it was turnam, as if it was a piece of a small grass, a blade of grass. That is how much importance they gave to wealth and opulence and gold coins. In those days, everything was gold coins. They didn't have currency like we have notes these days. It was actually pure gold that people had. So they had tons and tons of gold coins. And yet they had the, they had the courage to give those positions up that gave them so much fame and name, that power. They had the um, courage to give up all this opulence and wealth and go and meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So these Chad Goswamis, Rupa Goswami, Sanatan Goswami and all the other Goswamis, they're a great example and inspiration to us. Uh, 
that when such opulent um, you know, individuals can become devotees, then why are we clinging to our petty few um, possessions, you see? Because they were, they had immense wealth, but you know, like it is said, um, pauper is proud of his penny, right? A, a person who just has one single penny, he becomes proud of his penny and becomes attached to that penny. That is the situation of us uh, conditioned souls of Kali Yuga. We become so attached to what we have um, acquired, which is, and which is not even coming to us generously. We have to work so hard, we have to slog so much. That's how it comes to us, and yet we become so proud of having attained it. You see, the more we become obsessed about material sense gratification, the tighter the snooze of Maya around her neck, the more she harasses us because she catches us and she, she presses the buttons so we become um, enamored and allured by the material um, attractions that she uh, poses in front of us and we get caught in that... Um, in her um, entangled, we get entangled in, in the nice uh, allurements that she sends to us and then she tightens the snooze and we become, we become harassed by her. You see, Maya Devi is doing a thankless task of uh, making us realize that enjoyment in this material world is actually not possible. Enjoyment is very flickering. We might, one, for one moment we think, oh yes, it is coming to us, but the next moment we realize how hard we have to work for it. No? So it is said that for every moment of happiness that we enjoy, we have either paid for it in the past or we will pay for it in the future. So some of you may have seen that picture of a frog who is in the mouth of a snake. The snake's mouth is open and the frog is right in the mouth and the ma a snake is about to swallow this frag, a frog. But what is the frog doing? Is the frog worried about the fact that the snake is about to swallow? No, the frog suddenly sees an insect which is hanging from his web and suddenly comes right in front of him. He is himself in the mouth of death, right? He's in the mouth of snake, but he is trying to, oh, can I grab this insect? Can I eat this insect? You see, that is how precarious our situation is. Hmm? Like in chapter 15 of Bhagavad Gita, how Krishna says, Urdha Moolam Adha Shakha. It is said, Urdha Moolam Adha Shakha Ashvatham Prahuravyayam. What is this material world? It's an upside down tree. Right? It's an upside down tree and we are all living on this upside down tree. Everything is upside down. There is no happiness. For every piece of, little moment of happiness, we have to work so hard. And even then, it's actually not happiness in one sense. We are actually relieved when there is no suffering. You know, when, when some calamity comes and then it goes, we look, oh, thank God it's over. Is that really happiness? It's like a relief from suffering. That is actually not happiness. But we tend to think that it is happiness, that nothing is going wrong, that is happiness. No, happiness means that ananda that we should feel at the deepest level. And if that level of ananda at deepest level is not coming to us in this material world, at all the time, then definitely we are not meant for this material world. We are meant for some higher realm, we are meant for some higher place where we can experience this ananda at all times. Because that is what is the nature of the soul. The nature of the soul is Satchitanand, eternality, 
knowledge and bliss right eternality means all the time what are we getting all the time we are in we are in perfect knowledge and we are blissful but because that is not available in this world then that is evidence enough for us to understand that we are not meant for this world we are meant for a higher world for a better realm where we can enjoy happiness you see so this is why um this is why we are trapped because we are not following the scriptures you see we are not following the vedas whatever is mentioned and shila propad here how he mentions that the brahmanas and the vaishnavas fully engage in krishna consciousness engaging in krishna consciousness is the natural proclivity or the inclination of the soul as long as we engage in doing that we'll be happy we'll be happily situated and when we don't um, do that then we are disturbed then the mind is disturbed then there will be living room for maya then maya devi will come and manipulate us extract that um, that um, give us that suffering and extract all the hard work from us and yet give us nothing right so because sometimes we actually feel we get peanuts for what we have done but then we sometimes even start valuing those peanuts we don't realize that um, in this world we have to work 7 days a week right 5 days in the office and we think oh two days are off but those two days we are doing other chores at home so are we really having any time off not really so the pressure is becoming more and more if you see the work pressure the competition is only becoming harder and harder and these days you see this artificial intelligence is actually throwing so many people out of jobs hmm? on one sense Uh, it it is doing a lot of things which are amazing which others which we couldn't do before but what is it going to do this artificial intelligence is actually going to take away the jobs of so many people you see more and more the more and more automation we in- introduce in the world the less and less need of the human beings to do that work which means more and more unemployment in the world more and more restlessness and how are the governments going to deal with it do they have a plan to deal with it no one knows so that's why this world is only if we reach shrimad bhagavatam it is only going to get worse from here these are only the first few thousand years into the kaliyuga from here it is only going to get worse the environment will get worse you see now as we see already melbourne weather has changed so much it used to be very cold in winters now you see it is just it's cold but it's not extremely cold and about 70 to 80 years ago it used to even snow in winter do we get the snow in winter don't so things have changed drastically over the years and the this weather situation is getting worse so this was everything the water water is not clean air is polluted food is genetically modified so this is this is evidence enough krishna is saying i'm sending you enough signs to understand don't wait for the next life just use this very lifetime to 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 understand that to to get engaged seriously get engaged in devotional service and the lord is present with us we might not be able to see it but we have to learn it with experience like shila propad says deity worship why deity worship because the lord is kind enough to come to us in the form of the deity so we can serve him we are not yet pure enough to understand that we can serve the supreme lord um in the spiritual world but by coming in the form of a deity he has given us in this opportunity to practice that love towards him you see because 
we may be serving our family members, we may be serving our, um, you know, in, in offices, in works, in professions. We are serving, isn't it? We are working in different ways. We work so hard. But <clears throat> all the relationships, all the work, it's a deal. All the relationships are a deal. There is, it is nothing is unconditional. Nobody in this material world can give you unconditional love. Srila Prabhupada says that a mother's love for her child is the closest <clears throat> to what? To how much Krishna loves you. Which is still a material example. The Lord loves you unlimitedly. And he wants you to become happy. How can you become happy? By doing that which is your real nature. Right? What is a real nature? <clears throat> now everything in this world has a nature. Right? Intrinsic nature. Just like what is the nature of water? The nature of water is it will make you wet. If you touch the water you get wet. What is the nature of fire? Is to burn. If you go <clears throat> near the fire, what will it do? It will burn you. So in this way, what is the nature of a rock? It is hard. If you throw the rock somewhere, you get hurt. So everything has a nature. Similarly, we as sentient beings, as living entities, we also have a nature. And our nature is not to struggle and suffer in this material world. Our nature is to be Satchidananda. Our nature is to be blissful. And how can we be blissful? By doing that which pleases us the most. What pleases us the most? Because we are part and parcels of the Lord, we can only be happy by serving the Lord. You see, it is our eternal nature to serve. What is our natural inclination? To serve. Can any of us remain without serving? Why do we all want families? So that we can serve, right? And we enjoy that serving. The mother likes to serve the husband and children. The father likes to serve the wife and children and other family members. We all and then individuals like to serve in offices. And we feel happy if the boss is pleased with us. We like to get feedback, isn't it? What is it? It's just letting us know, yes, we have made them happy by what we have done. So our nature is to serve. <clears throat> Soul is <clears throat> active by nature. We cannot sit still at one place for a long time. Because why? Because soul is active by nature. That is as Srila Prabhupada says, that we need to serve the Lord. Why? Because devotional service is active engagement. Activities that we do to serve the Lord. It is not meant for armchair speculators. You see, once we know that what the purpose of the human form of life is to serve the Supreme Lord, what do we do? We actively engage in devotional service, right? Like you are now, all of you are now getting ready to go on book distribution for the purpose of Srila Prabhupada, for the purpose of the Lord. The garland makers are making garlands for the, for the pleasure of the Lord. We cannot sit still, even if like sometimes the jnanis who follow the jnan mark, <clears throat> what do they think? They think just meditating on light is bhakti. But how can you meditate not light for a long time? How can you close your eyes and sit and meditate for long when that is not the actual nature of the soul? It may give you peace for some time because our, all this hustle and bustle of the material world can sometimes bewilder our mind. And sometimes if we can sit down and close our eyes and say, oh, no more of all this. I just want to be calm. Please remember that our mind cannot be calm for very long. The nature of the mind is to be active. Why? Because it is driven by the soul inside and the nature of the soul is to be active. So what do we need to do? We need to engage our activities. We are all active by nature. We will serve someone. Then why not serve that supreme absolute who is our supreme relative? He says, I am everybody's best friend. 
and well-wisher, right? So then why not serve that Supreme Lord who is our best friend and well-wisher? And why serve only the material relationships? Of course, we should, if we have responsibilities, we must fulfill them. But we engage them also in serving the Lord and we engage ourselves also in serving the Lord. You see, because that is the only thing that can make us um, truly happy, the nature of the soul, right? So in this way, we can fulfill the purpose of the four social orders in life. The purpose of social orders is not just that we become situated in our... Um, <clears throat> thank you, Prabhu. That we just remain uh, engaged in our um, occupation, but we become elevated through our social orders. Okay, I think I'll end here. If anybody has any questions or comments... Yes, Sevia. Yes, sir, micro. Krishna Mataji, thank you for the nice class. Mataji, you mentioned how we should perform our duties according to our nature mm -hmm. and um, ashram. But sometimes we see in devotional service we are aligned to do some services which don't match our services and skills. So what should we, what should be our attitude and how should we accept that service? Yeah, sometimes this does happen that we are um, doing a service which is not so much within our nature. Well, it depends. Like um, Kurma Prabhu, Kurma Prabhu was not a cook. But Srila Prabhupada asked him to cook. And he started cooking. And see, we have his books and he used to, he became such a great cook that um, he used to do TV shows on cooking, on vegetarian cooking. Yeah. So sometimes when it is the desire of our seniors, desire of our spiritual master, and if they ask us to do a service, then along with the service comes with the blessing that can bestow that skill in you, if you are sincere. Right. So that way we can acquire that skill and then we can become perfect at it. So that is one way of looking at it. But if you still feel strongly about doing some particular service or if you don't have a nature to do some service, then better to do that which we are good at. Hmm? Perform the service that we are. Even Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that better to do your own duty than to perform duty of another person. We must be engaged according to our inclinations. Yeah. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Okay, thank you. We'll end the class here. Um, I do apologize if I have missed anything. Today was Bhakta Prabhu's um, roster turn to, do, to give the class, but um, I had the opportunity to speak. Thank you. Granthraksh Shrimad Bhagavatam ki, Srila Prabhupada ki, Jainitai Gaur Premanandi. Hare Krishna.
Shout. 